chicken poop was one. Uh, you know, the chicken poop, the pickle juice, the the dryer lint. I actually gifted a pair of my husband's incredibly holy jeans. <laughs> but, you know, he was going to throw them in the trash. And I went, why would you do that? And sure enough, somebody was happy to take it and use the denim for a completely different project. So he was just, he was stunned. Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I speak with influencers from all over the world who are contributing to the common good in a variety of ways. Contributing to the common good in even the smallest of ways is scientifically proven to help us age with vitality and deep contentment. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist and fellow Zestful Ager. And my goal is to share optimism about aging and introduce you to guests who will inspire you to live with zest. And to find out more about this podcast, which just won an Anthem Award, hop over to ZestfulAging.com. And while you're there, sign up for my weekly email newsletter, The Insider, where you will get behind-the-scenes looks at upcoming episodes and other fun and quirky tidbits. Our music is courtesy of Judy Banker, who was a previous guest on the show. Find out more at judybanker.com. Our technical director is Stephen Litweiler. Well, we all know that being part of a community is good for our health. After all, we're mammals and we're designed to be with others. But what if your community also helped cut down waste and challenge the values of our consumer culture? That would be an amazing community. Welcome to the Buy Nothing Project. The Buy Nothing Project was founded in 2013 with the mission to build community by connecting people through hyper-local gifting and reducing our impact on the environment. Today we're going to be speaking with volunteer Anna Balthazar and we're going to find out more about this growing and global community. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thank you for having me. This is super exciting. We've had some weather issues. You're in California. I'm in upstate New York, currently having a bit of a snowstorm. So hopefully we will continue to stay connected. I'm really excited to learn more about By Nothing. I guess the first question is, how did you come upon this project and what appealed to you about it? Um, I first came across this project uh, on Facebook, and I honestly don't remember intentionally coming upon it. it. And I had been in several kind of like online yard sale groups, that sort of thing. And the first thing, of course, that caught my eye, which usually is what catches everybody's eye, is that everything in the group is free. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, you know, that's always a big, like, you know free stuff free stuff who doesn't like free stuff (laughs) everybody likes free stuff so uh so that's you know I, i joined as a member and um the group was relatively small at that time and as it started to grow the 
I volunteered to um, be an admin for the group <clears throat> at the same time as um, one of my neighbors. We both volunteered at the same time. And uh, and that's really what kicked it off. Once we started adminning and then the group started growing and we, you know, gained a lot of, of uh, more community members, more connections. And once the group really started going, you know, going, picking up speed is when I think everybody realized this is not so much about the free stuff. It's about mm-hmm. so much more, so mm-hmm. much more. Like what? What else is, you know, I think about the free stuff. It's funny, after the yard sales, what people can't sell, you know, they have the box on the curb, free stuff, and you drive by or whatever, and you you take a look. Not everybody, but (laughs) I certainly do. Um, And so that's like, oh, that looks good. I'll take it. But you're talking about something so much more complex. Yeah, it, it becomes really apparent that you're not just you know, trying to get rid of stuff or, or get stuff, um, but that you're you're actually getting to know these people. Our, our groups are really not so much, you know, hey, I need this, and somebody just says, okay, I have it, the end. No, there's uh-huh. a lot of storytelling, and we encourage that. We encourage people to, you know, share a little bit about themselves and uh, you know, why they might be asking for something or why they might be interested in receiving something. It, it's not necessary that people do that. We want everybody to be comfortable and feel comfortable. But once the group starts going and people start sharing more of their stories, then then it's not just about the stuff. It's about knowing your neighbors and connecting. And, and then it goes way beyond just giving things or asking for things. Then it gets into supporting each other when, you know, there's tough times, um, you know, certain life mm-hmm. events um, that happen, the community pulls together and, and is just a great source of support for each other. And it's, it's remarkable to watch it happen. And can you give us an example of how that, that have unfolded? Um, I think one of the earliest examples was a are you asking about community coming together to support yes, each other? Yes. Okay. I think one of the earliest examples that I remember was a group member and her father passed away unexpectedly. And she was going to be hosting, you know, family. Family were coming in from out of town and she was expected to host them and she was just feeling incredibly overwhelmed. And initially she asked the group and she explained what happened. My father passed away. I'm having family come in. Can I borrow, you know, some platters, some serving bowls, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that that kind that's how it kind of started and then she real she quickly became very overwhelmed with planning this whole event, having family in town, grieving the loss of her father and so one of our other members just said, you know what? Don't worry about it. We got it covered. She just kind of took charge. She organized everybody. Uh, people made food, loaned, you know, loaned things. And, and the group as a whole took care of that whole thing for her. We ended up, she ended up having, hosting a, a reception type of thing at a local park. And it was all group members. 
that set it up, provided the food, provided utensils, you know, provided decorations for the tables, did the cleanup, the whole thing, the whole thing. It it was remarkable. Let me just just see if I'm understanding this. Did people know her personally or was this just her um, posting about her situation? Both. Ah. Both. You know, there's people in the group that I don't know personally because I mm-hmm. haven't, you know, interacted with them. Um, oh. But no, it, it, it was both. Some people did know her personally. Other people didn't. And it, and it just didn't matter. That's remarkable. Yeah, it really was. It was incredibly touching. Oh, wow. So would... So how, what are the logistics of this? Do you go on the Buy Nothing website or is it done through Facebook or how, what are the particulars of this? Well, at the, they started out, the group started on Facebook. So that's where you'll find a majority of them. Okay. Um, we do have a website and you can go to the website and you can search to find, because we do have a list of the groups. And so you can search through the website, or if you're on Facebook, you can just type in the search bar, you know, buy nothing Claremont, for instance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and find it that way. So that that's where the majority of them are. There, there are groups that have started on other social media platforms now. Um, I'm not all that familiar with them. I don't use Nextdoor, um, I but I know yeah. there's some, I know there's some groups on Nextdoor, and then... We uh, the Buy Nothing Project actually created their own app, and mm-hmm. so that's really awesome. So there's so many people that do not want to be on Facebook, mm-hmm. don't want to be on social media, and so now we have an app um, for your phone, for your smartphone. A computer version is is in the works. Hopefully, it will be ready soon. And yeah, so people can download the app and just start using it right away. Hi, everyone. It's no secret that everyone's feeling pretty restless and unsettled right now. Our lives are upside down and the future is feeling pretty uncertain. But if you're anything like me, organizing my stuff can help me feel a little calmer. It's something I can do to help me feel a little more in control and in charge of my own life. If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff. And Too Much Stuff is different from other courses or articles or guidance you may have used. We give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and the tools to help you face the overwhelming feelings and the emotions that come up when we're going through our clutter. And a lot of those emotions are just feeling anxious or guilty or just basically flooded with a lot of different confusing feelings. The course is really practical. It's realistic. The lessons are short and punchy, and they're really manageable. We're not trying to set you up for some long, exploratory, you know, super in-depth, burdensome experience. We want something really helpful for you right now. We all need help with our anxiety. So, 
being surrounded by more calm and less chaos can really help. So now's a good time to clear out the clutter so we can focus on what's really important in our lives. So find out more at zestfulaging.com. You'll see more about this under the web courses tab. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email at zestfulaging at gmail.com. Thanks so much. I saw a really great example. I think it was on the website. Um, and uh, it said somebody was getting rid of pickle juice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> are there other things that you've come across that are uh, particularly um, uh, <laughs> different or surprising? <laughs> um, you know, I think it, in our group, one of my favorites is the um, dryer lint. <laughs> <laughs> yep, dryer lint. It's quite popular. Um, so it, yeah, and that's one of the other beautiful things about the Buy Nothing Project is it, 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 you really run the gamut of things that are gifted or asked for, you know, many, many people repurpose things. Um, so you just, you just never know. Some, there can be the most unusual things. I think, um, oh, chicken poop was one. Ah. Uh, you know, the chicken poop, the pickle juice, the, um, the dryer lint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you go, you can go from there. I, I actually gifted a pair of my husband's incredibly holy jeans, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, he was going to throw them in the trash and I went, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and sure, somebody will use that. And sure enough, somebody was happy to take it and use the denim for a completely different project. So project. he was just, he was stunned. Oh my goodness. The other aspect of this that um, I, I learned about is gratitude. Oh, yes. Yes. You talk about that? Gratitude is is very big in our groups and it it makes a it makes a it makes a difference and it's it's always so lovely to see that shift. You know, that kind of attitude mind shift happen. Um but yes, we're very very big on gratitude. It's not something that that is required, but we encourage it. We, you know, most of the the members model that by posting gratitude and it it's just such a heartwarming thing to see. Mm-hmm. It, it, How does it, what does that look like? Um, so somebody, you, you said, Hey, I have a pair of my husband's holy jeans. Yes. Someone says, Hey, that's just what I've been looking for. And then where, what, how does the gratitude get expressed? Uh, well, in, in different ways, you know, some people are a little more private about it. They'll just reach out personally and thank someone. But for the, bulk of the people, they will actually, you know, for instance, um, you know, somebody had had repurposed a, a bunch of different things, fabrics and cushions and, and that sort of stuff. And so once the project was done and it turned out beautifully, you know, she took a photo of it, she posted it in the group page and just wrote, look at what you guys helped me do. Look at this beautiful, you know, crash pad little area that came together. Thank you so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, you know, 
So that's usually how it how it is. It people will take a photo, they'll post it and express their gratitude. Mm-hmm. Is there an awareness in the group that you all are doing the exact right thing for aging well in terms of building community, the interconnectedness, the gratitude, the appreciation. Is there an awareness that this is a health promoting behavior? I would hope so. Mm. (laughs) I guess it, it depends on the individual. I think that is how most of the, the members feel. But again, I guess that's that's a kind of a, a personal thing. I don't know that I've ever really asked, mm-hmm. you know, or brought but it up are in you, that way. Are you, uh, is that part of your awareness that this is really good for me and my mental and physical health? Or is that just secondary to the fun of it? No, I'm aware of it. And I think they, they just, they go hand in hand. It really does. There's the fun of it. And then also knowing this is good for me. This is mm-hmm. contributing to my life in a very positive way. And they just exist side by side. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been, um, I have posted things sometimes that, that just referencing uh, the gratitude and how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have expressed to the group, hey, you know what? I want to thank all of you because I had a really crap-tacular day <laughs> and uh, I came here, read through the posts, and I feel so much better now. You uh, all restore my faith in humanity and you oh, do it every goodness. day and I'm so thankful for that. How beautiful is that? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Are most of the members, I guess you can't speak for everyone, but the people that you're familiar with, are they, do they tend to be environmentally focused or not necessarily? Not necessarily. No. I. But I think that once they join a group and kind of get into the groove of it, that they start to shift that way. Mm-hmm. But no, not not everybody is. Mm-hmm. And of course, the name sort of uh, suggests that uh, nothing is bought, and I'm guessing that that's not exactly right. Are you? Um, I'm guessing you still buy some things. Um. Yes. Well. Yeah. I mean, people are always going to purchase things, but buy nothing for the purposes of our group, we don't allow um, people to sell things in our group. I see. Or buy okay. things from each other. That That is definitely not allowed. We don't sell I things see. in our groups. Everything is I a see. gift. It's, so it's not about that you, I think uh, it's maybe misleading for, what well, was misleading for me, the idea that you're going to try to never buy anything and yes. just get it from this group. But that is not what it means no that's not what it means and that's you know that's a pretty common misconception Mm -hmm. um and and i've heard that from several different sources um no the uh, the buy nothing project is we're not under any illusions that um people will exist without 
buying things. Mm, I see. Yes. Yeah. No, this is the Buy Nothing Project is more of a, you know, an alternative or, you know, complementary to the mm-hmm. market economy. I see. It, it, I see. It can go hand in hand because it, certainly people are going to have to buy things. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. You know, we want to we want to try to relook at how much we buy, why we buy it, um, and and offer up an you know an alternative. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a weird thing to realize. Wait, I don't have to just run over to Lowe's. Let me. Let, let me ask the group, mm-hmm. you know, and you can post in the group and say, hey, before I, you know, hey, I was thinking about buying, you know, X, Y, and Z, but does anybody have one that they would like, you know, to gift? Mm-hmm. And a good percentage of the time, someone does. And now I can hear people's uh, thinking, you know, well, is it safe? How are you going to ensure safety for people? Is that something that you address? Um, we address it, well, if it comes up, yes, definitely, definitely. I think, hmm, it's kind of, it's, it's a hard subject sometimes because, uh, you know, each group, each community has different experiences Mm -hmm. and there's different issues maybe related to safety, depending on where you're living, um, what your neighborhood is like, that sort of thing. But uh, but certainly, if safety comes up, uh, we definitely will ad- we definitely address it. Do you mostly um, suggest that people meet in public places uh, to to uh, take possession of their stuff, or not necessarily? Are there like guidelines for the group? It's uh, it's all up to each individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the the goals is to, you know, build connections, uh, you know, build relationships, strengthen them, build a community. Um, so, but you know, it's, it's all up to the individual. Some people are more comfortable meeting in a public space. Some people are fine with having people come over to their house. Um, you know, prior to COVID, it was very common that we would pick up from each other's houses and, you know, have a little chat or, um, you know, hang out for a bit, that sort of thing. Once, you know, the pandemic started, we really had to, you know, everybody kind of put the brakes on that. And it became more common for people to just pick up from their front porches. Yes, you know, That I sort see. of thing. And so mm-hmm. it is nice to see us kind of getting back to that now a little bit where we're actually seeing each other's faces, you know, mm-hmm. and having a little conversation. But, you know, there's just all kinds of... Um, you know, all, all kinds of things, details where it's not always possible to have someone drop by your house. People who live in a gated community, for example, mm-hmm. you know, they're not about to give out their gate code to everybody, <laughs> you know, or some people, you know, they, they live, uh, you know, like they rent a back house and their landlord doesn't like people just, you know, coming and going all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that that sort of thing that happens. So, but it's really it's up to each of the individuals. They they will handle the picking up or the dropping off or whatever in what in whatever fashion that they are most comfortable with. I'm guessing you get a really interesting variety of people 
like maybe different generations, different, you know, all kinds of differences. Oh, definitely. Um, has that been an important aspect for you? Um, yeah, I would say so. I, I like it. We have, um, in our group, we have uh, college students. You know, we also have college professors. We have, you know, grandparents. We have, um, you know, people who are just starting out with their, their family. It just runs the whole, you know, the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's just lovely to watch everybody interacting with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a good and the thing. giving and the giving, of course, is something that lights our brains up. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. There's a yeah, you definitely get a huge dopamine hit from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do do people also again? You, I know you don't speak for everyone, but might they also um, send things over and donate to uh, like Goodwill or Salvation Army, or do they tend to just stick with um, uh, utilizing the Buy Nothing app? Um, I believe I think most people they they turn to the group first. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, donating to uh, Goodwill or, you know, someplace like that is usually the last option. Right. You don't get to see the people and their smiling faces no. and the gratitude piece, which I, I would imagine is half of the fun. Oh, it is. And, you know, it's a great thing to know, you know, when you drop off something at the Salvation Army or at Goodwill or whatever, you don't know where it's going and, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. I mean, sure, you don't want it in your house anymore, but it really does make a difference to know, oh, my goodness, you know, Susan has that, you know, comforter set that, you know, I, I don't need anymore. And she really loves it, you know, to know that, that, you know, just to have that connection with the people who, you know, are giving your things a second life is it's it's really great mm-hmm. it's really great yeah that, that it's connection. like physical yeah i i could just imagine are there any people um that don't understand why you'd want to do this or who kind of wonder why would you want someone's old stuff or those are the people you don't <laughs> hang around with <laughs> no that, that that question does come up but you know i don't mm, I don't really feel a need to explain it. I think most people, once they're in a group that's, you know, thriving, they they get it. Mm. It, it doesn't really need to be explained too much to them. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, is it's not just about this. It's not only stuff. We're not just gifting tangible items. You know, there's a lot of uh, gifts of time, gifts of talent, gifts of energy, gifts of, you know, that, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't always have to be, you know, a tangible thing. I I think one of my favorite stories, if I may, Mm -hmm. please. Okay. One of my favorite, favorite things that happened, and this was a few years ago in our group was we had a member who's, she had taken her, her daughter, her young, young daughter, uh, to a birthday party where they had the Disney princesses. And at the end of the party, you know, the, there was a young man handing out the business card for the Disney princesses. 
And so here's her daughter saying, oh, well, what's that? And the young man says, oh, well, this is the phone number where you can call a Disney princess anytime you want. <laughs> so, very helpful. <laughs> so guess what happens? The, the daughter is asking her mom every day, over and over and over, mm. can we? Can I call a Disney mm. princess? <laughs> so, uh, yes. So our member actually uh, posted an ask for that. She, she, you know, she told the story and then she said, does anybody, would anybody be willing to let my daughter call you? Oh, my god! You know, gosh. and is there anybody who can do a, you know, a Disney princess, do the voice? And if so... Can you let my daughter call you? Oh, my goodness. And sure enough, there were a few people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so uh, that's probably one of my absolute favorite yeah. stories. But it's, oh. see, it, that's that's beyond just, you know, I'm getting rid of my sofa or, you know. Right. Oh, that's a whole different a, level. Yeah, it's a whole different level. And when you start to see that sort of stuff happen, yeah. That's that's when you're that's when you really fall in love with the whole project. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's just about kindness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, it, it's there's a lot of certain amount of vulnerability to ask. Mm -hmm. And so we we try to really encourage that and recognize that it's not always comfortable to ask for things. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but it, it's. It's it's a remarkable thing to see in action. Oh wow! It really sounds like that. Um, and there's uh, you have um, I, do you call them chapters or groups um, all over the world? Is that is that accurate? Yes, all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. in, in Facebook, they're called groups. Um, it, communities is probably the the best word for it, but the Facebook verbiage is group. Mm -hmm. So if I were interested in doing this, I would go on Facebook groups and just put in buy nothing. Mm -hmm. You would just type in buy nothing and, and whatever the city was. And, and for those folks who are not on Facebook, they would be able to go to the website, which is buy nothing dot. Is it? Uh, how, how is it on the it's, web? It's buy nothing project dot org okay and yeah. uh, right there on the page is the down you know the first page are the download buttons for the app mm -hmm. um the, okay. the app is really kind of a game changer in that um you know for for facebook you have to request you have to ask to join the group and there's usually yes. questions you need to answer um you don't have to do that with the app you download mm -hmm. it you put your information in, boom, done, you're ready to go. I see. The other thing, too, is that the app will travel with you. You can, Oh wow! you know, a, a couple of years ago, we went on vacation and we were, um, you know, to another state. And there was some things that I would have liked to have borrowed, but that would have meant possibly joining another group in that state for the short time that I was there. But with the app, you don't have to do that. With the app, you know, you you're, go to Alaska, you just change your address in the app to Alaska. Oh, wow. And then you can connect with people up there, which is 
fantastic. You know, we've got people who are traveling, people who have multiple homes, people who are, you know, helping out a parent or, you know, a loved one uh, at their residence. And so it, it's great that we can do this with the app. It's very dynamic. You can, uh, you know, just kind of connect with people wherever you happen to be. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Yeah, that sounds it really like is. It, 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 it makes the fun, you know, a hundred times yeah. <laughs> more fun. The fun is to travel with How, you. Right. I mean, one of the favorite Google searches I have is uh, thrift stores near me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Or knitting stores near me. So, oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about this, the inside story and all of the richness that it brings to your life. I mean, you know, it. who would have who would have thought uh, it's it just such a beautiful community builder, and I so appreciate you talking to us today, oh, Anna. It, thank you for asking. It, it's it's my pleasure, my pleasure, truly. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. I love to hear from my listeners. Send me an email at nicolechristina.com. It's no secret that everyone's feeling pretty restless and unsettled right now. Our lives are upside down and the future is feeling pretty uncertain. But if you're anything like me, organizing my stuff can help me feel a little calmer. It's something I can do to help me feel a little more in control and in charge of my own life. If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff. And Too Much Stuff is different from other courses or articles or guidance you may have used. Uh, we give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and the tools to help you face the overwhelming feelings and the emotions that come up when we're going through our clutter. And a lot of those emotions are just feeling anxious or guilty or just basically flooded with a lot of different confusing feelings. The course is really practical. It's realistic. The lessons are short and punchy, and they're really manageable. We're not trying to set you up for some long, exploratory, you know, super in-depth, uh, burdensome experience. We want something really helpful for you right now. We all need help with our anxiety. So, being surrounded by more calm and less chaos can really help. So now's a good time to clear out the clutter so we can focus on what's really important in our lives. So find out more at zestfulaging.com. You'll see more about this under the web courses tab. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email at zestfulaging at gmail.com. Thanks so much. And stay tuned next week for another interview with a fascinating and inspiring guest. <music>